Hello and welcome to Tech Talks with Madonna, Season 2, Episode 5. Today, our guest is Dr. Arisa Tiroli, who is a professor at Stevens University and also OMN Tech Makers Ambassador. How are you doing, Arisa? Uh, hello, Madonna. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm doing great. Very good. Nice to meet you. The weather today is pretty gloomy. I, 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 can you see outside? I know we're like neighbors, literally. <laughs> Yeah, so it's uh, super cloudy and cold, but hopefully the spring will come soon. Nice. So can you tell us more about yourself? Oh, I am Marisa Teroli. I am 32 years old and I'm from Albania, a European country close to Greece. Uh, and as of 2021, I have moved to the United States, where I work as an assistant professor at Stevens Institute of Technology in Hoboken, New Jersey. I'm Amazing. I mean, that is so cool. I actually didn't know you're from there. My friend, sorry to mention this, I know she might be listening, but my friend has a wedding December in Greece, and I'm so excited to travel there just for her wedding. <laughs> that is it, it's a very beautiful area of the world, and the weather is way better than our weather here. Oh, that is true. That is true. So, you did mention you're an assistant you're an assistant professor and also i do know you're a women tech makers ambassador do you want to walk us like through your day to day how your day to day is like as a professor oh so normally um starting from 2022 i have kind of forced myself to wake up early so i can go and go to the gym and do some physical activities uh so i start my kind of day with a workout and then, of course, I get ready. Uh, sometimes I get my bike and I bike to uh, my university. And normally, if I have to teach, I go to my classes. And then I also like a lot to kind of talk with my students, to meet them during my office hours or outside my office hours. And if I don't have to teach, kind of I either prepare for my lectures or I do research, but I also want to organize multiple events, especially as, as you mentioned, as a woman tech maker ambassador, I really love to kind of um, organize events that will uh, reduce the gender gap in tech. I love that. And that's a very good point that you mentioned, because I do know International Women's Day is coming up and that's around the corner. Do you have anything planned for your community that you want to mention this early in advance? Yeah, no, thank you so much for asking. It's a great opportunity to mention our event. We are going to have a half day conference on March 29. We have some amazing speaker already confirmed, starting from applied skilled workshops, technical workshops, keynotes and panels. But I don't want to give any names yet. Yes. Uh, but I can promise you that the event is going to be very promising considering the amazing speakers that we have been contacting. In that, actually, in addition to that, would you want to mention the location so that if anybody's around and listening, they can just come in or fly oh, in if they want to? Yeah, so the event is going to be kind of organized at Stevens Institute of Technology in Aboken, which is just in front of Manhattan. And more details about the event are going to be published on the Google Developer Group of Hoboken. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I always do appreciate when people mention the events because it shows how passionate you are, that you went an extra mile from your extra work just to organize and bring people together and 
celebrate women because this is going to be a day for women. So thank you so much for doing that. Now, I wanted to ask you another question. Um, what is your overall career goal, if I may ask? Oh, yeah. So my career goal actually is to become a professor that is able to inspire her student. So I want uh, kind of to be somebody who, while teaching or while talking about research, I can see the spark in the eyes of my students. Mm -hmm. And by being able to motivate them and push them to uh, kind of improve their lives academically or personally. So that would be my kind of biggest career goal. Amazing. And I do want to ask you actually another question that I thought of and I'm wondering, what do you think of the gender gap currently in universities in computer science studies? Is it improving or is it getting worse? What what is what is your feel as a professor? So when I joined a computer science department back in two thousand and nine in a very small country, Albania, yeah. so the gender disparity was huge. So we we are a couple of girls in kind of a, a kind of room full of boys. Yeah. What I've seen now as a professor, the kind of uh, the, there are more women in computer science or in tech. But what I appreciate more nowadays is that actually there are communities who are working very hard to help diversify tech or to help bring more people with different backgrounds mm -hmm. into tech, which is very, very important. We are still far away from what we are hoping uh, mm -hmm. to, to, to be or to, to get at. Mm -hmm. But I think now we have more resources to help other people similar to us to, to, to be successful in tech. I love that. And I love the fact that you did acknowledge that before, like in, around 2009, the numbers were down and the numbers are improving, but mm -hmm. also there's more that needs to be done. And I'm going to assume this, that actually universities too are kind of like towards working towards that diversity. Do you think that is something that's being done or implemented at the university level or are there like, because um, the way I'm thinking of it is like, we definitely need to recruit from high school, like earlier in high school, like tell, tell kids that, hey, look, there are these opportunities that you can actually pursue in your, your college career, you know? Is that is that something that you've seen happening or what do you think of, or how is that being formulated? Oh, so normally we as a department, but also my uh, institution, they are working very hard to actually create connections with high schools and to, to, to tell kids, to tell, Woman, or to tell people people from low income families or first generation students that actually there are a lot of opportunities in tech. But what I find more important is that we don't need to reach people when they are in their senior year of high school because yeah. that's really just before coming to college. Yeah. So what we need to do, we need to kind of try and create some connections or some bridges with smaller kids to actually tell the small girls that yeah. you belong in tech. Tech is not for boys only. Tech is for everyone who loves to create solutions or who loves computers or other tech related devices. Amazing. And I just want to go back to when you introduced yourself, you mentioned something very nice when you mentioned that you always go to the gym in the morning. And that is something I've been struggling with. Can you give me your tips? 
<laughs> oh, so actually I was very bad at it. And then I said, uh, I need to invest um, into my physical health. Since for me, it was very difficult to actually force myself to go to the gym. I said, okay, I will invest some money. So I'll get a personal trainer uh, and keep the personal trainer until I create the habit of going to the gym, until I start loving going to the gym. And this has helped me a lot because after a couple of months, you really want to go because your body needs it. Ah, wow. That's an amazing trick that I've never thought of. Yeah, I think might work. (laughs) Well, the best way is if you are kind of super, uh, if you are able to push yourself to go without having to spend uh, money, that would be great. But I'm not that person, especially when it comes to fitness. Uh, So I had to find this solution. Neither am I. I find that to be very hard. I think I need that courage because going to the gym, it's... I feel like sometimes if, if the gym was close, I mean, it's closer, it's not very far, but still, it's a struggle. <laughs> I know, I know. Cool. I wanted to ask you, what advice would you give a woman pursuing a career in tech? Now that you're a professor and also you're a woman tech makers ambassador and uh, doing so many okay. things. So kind of considering what I have kind of struggled with and what I see my, my kind of woman students struggle with, there are two things that I want to mention. One, don't feel like you don't belong. Uh, you belong there. You are good enough to be there. And the second advice, don't be afraid to speak up when you have something to say. And don't be afraid to ask questions. Because what I've noticed is that uh, women and what we call minority in tech I, are very scared to answer questions when I ask as professor, but also to uh, to speak up, to kind of try to clarify things that they might not have uh, um, understood very well. So just know that you belong there, you are there because you deserve it, and speak up whenever you have something to say. Wow, I love <laughs> You're welcome. Now, something else that I wanted to ask you is, um, how did you discover what you were passionate about? Okay, so my journey to tech actually when I was in high school, I loved math and I loved numbers. And I really wanted to kind of, because computer science back in Albania was not very popular, was not popular at all. We didn't know anything about computer science. So I loved math and I wanted to to study math. But the, the job market for math graduates is not the best in my country. Yeah. So I said, and I asked around, I want to kind of find a degree that is really related to math. And people told me, oh, you need to go to computer science. And actually, I just went without knowing anything about programming or about Mm -hmm. computers. And I remember the first three weeks, I was really struggling because it was something new. And I was very stressed. And until one day, a friend of mine sat with me and actually started teaching me programming from a mathematical point of view. So like trying to, to... kind of tell me how programming is exactly like the math that you really love. And I remember that day, it was like, I said, oh, this is something that I really love and I would like to do. So this is how I kind of start loving CS after I actually enrolled in a CS major. Uh, What kind of pushed me to go into academia when I was 
kind of in my junior year in college. Um, so the freshmen that joined that year were really struggling with programming. So I said, okay, I need to do something about this. I need to gather this group of girls and try to help them with their programming skills. And yeah. I started a small uh, internship program where we do weekly code long labs with them. And then actually that program was very successful. It got kind of spread across uh, the university. And in that moment I said, okay, this is kind of helping people learn something new. It's something that really motivates me and makes me feel good. So from that time I decided that actually I want to stay in academia and become a professor. And here I am now. And also I do want to acknowledge and I do apologize if I did not acknowledge this before and I want to ask you, you did you complete your PhD? Oh yes, so I completed my PhD in 2018 in La Sapienza University of Rome. Yes. Amazing. I'm so sorry for just calling you a research, please. Oh no. Apologies, <laughs> doctor research. No, oh. you deserve the crown. <laughs> no, it, it it's totally fine. So we are among friends here, so Arisa is totally, totally fine. fine. It's okay to call you Doctor Arisa. I'm proud of you. It's I'm I'm very proud. So I like to mention it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, because I've realized one of the things that we women do is like we do not cheerlead for ourselves. That's true. You know, we struggle a lot in saying that my wins, like even when you introduced yourself to me, you didn't tell me you're a doctor. And, you know, that's why I'm always very humbled when I say, because you put energy and effort to that, right? So thank you very much, Dr. Risa, for answering that. I hope that thank you. Not awkward. <laughs> Thank you. Actually, you mentioned something very important. Self-promotion is uh, is very important. I still struggle. Yeah. Like when somebody tries to call me with my kind of academic title, I yeah. feel like they shouldn't because uh, I, do, I don't want to feel like I'm bragging about myself. But actually, yeah. we need to, to do self-promotion because people need to know what we have done. And some of these people will get inspired exactly. and try to follow the same path only because they know some people that have done the same. And Exactly. Yeah. Thank, thank, thank you so much. I mean to that. And in fact, based on that question, I want to ask you, what was your career? Sorry, what was your PhD like, like obstacles you faced as a woman in tech? Do you want to walk us through that for somebody that is aspiring actually to do academia because I've gotten many questions from time to time where people want to leave their good paying jobs just go back to academia and pursue like a PhD level so this is the right time please give us some advice yeah so I need to acknowledge that PhD is a very kind of um, hard and challenging part of your life it's not very easy so when I joined uh, my research group uh, in Italy, I was the only female student of my professor that he has ever had. Uh, so uh, I was kind of surrounded by male colleagues. Actually, I had a great group. I shouldn't complain, but still, when you are the only uh, woman in a group, you feel like uh, you feel like alone. Uh, and it, it was challenging because PhD itself is very challenging and then not having uh, people that are similar to you uh, be in the yeah. same area, it was challenging uh, as well. Um, kind of faced all of the problems that other PhD students face, like uh, mm -hmm. being in a very competitive environment, yeah. trying to publish as many papers as possible, mm -hmm. uh, and then being in a very competitive environment by itself it also 
pushes some people not to behave in their best. This happened to that me sometimes. Uh, but these are things that we need to learn in life and we need to know how to face these type of problems. Cases when a person wants to claim your work or cases where uh, they will speak up uh, for the results that you achieved or will try to put the blame for the failed results. So I faced all these type of problems, but I'm sure that all PhD students will face uh, these type of problems in their life. Yeah. Uh, but I am glad that I passed through them mm -hmm. because it really uh, kind of helped me learn how to face life in general. Because before going to a PhD, I was living with my parents uh, mm -hmm. who were trying very hard to give me a good life. Yeah. Uh, so I haven't had super big problems. So if I had a problem, I would go to my parents and they will help mm -hmm. me solve it. But yeah. when I moved to a new environment, uh, I need to face everything uh, by myself. And uh, kind of when I was facing the problem, it was very hard, right? But now that I see uh, back, I am glad that I passed through these challenges because now I'm stronger and I'm able to deal with bigger problems. Wow. Thank you so much for, for answering that. And I do know somebody out there is listening. They want to pursue academia because... Funny enough, that is something that I also wanted to do. But uh, I think when I got kids, it became complicated because I think with kids, it's different, way different. But definitely maybe later when my kids are bigger, I can definitely go back to school because there's no limit to. There is no limit. <laughs> yes. So thank you so much for inspiring people out there that want to do their uh, academia or get into PhD and also want to thank you too for being a great teacher I know you're a great teacher as I can tell <laughs> and uh, thank you so much again for being with us here and talking to us and it was such an honor and that's it uh, thank you so much Madonna and for doing this podcast we need this type of uh, kind of stories yeah. to hear and mm -hmm. uh also to get inspired by other women in tech. So thank you so much for doing this. Anytime, anytime.